0: 888 eight, 2414
1: This is Learning with Leslie. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Summer from becomeablogger.com, where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And as usual, I have another exciting interview for you today. I'm on the line with none other than Colin Yearwood from learnitdoitprofit.com, who started his home-based business 17 years ago. He sold his first online item in 1998 and has been online marketing trainer for home-based business owners since 2008. He teaches Business owners how to grow their businesses online using simple strategies. I met him in 2008 when I started my online business and we've been good friends ever since. Colin has been using a very clever strategy for getting clients and making sales using Twitter. Whether you have a huge following or maybe you're even just a newbie, these strategies can work for you. We're going to talk about how he grew his following, strategies he uses for engaging his followers and even how to convert his interactions into sales. If you're willing to put in the work on Twitter, this is for you. Wait, wait. I missed something. That's what Did we're going to be talking about today. Man, I messed up, Colin. I messed up your, your, your
0: introduction, man. No, I think you've made up for it, man. That introduction is awesome. So <laughs> I, the, the little part at the end, I don't mind.
1: You don't mind? Oh, man. <laughs> Not at all. It's all good, man, because we're good friends. We've been, we've been doing this thing together for a while, man.
0: Yep, we're getting old together, man.
1: No, don't, nah, nah. We're, you getting old? I'm, I'm aging like fine wine. Wait, I would agree, sir. That, that sounds
0: uh, uh, weird. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's yeah. move on. This, um.
1: this conversation just got a little awkward.
0: <laughs> like the phone conversations we have. Exactly, um. <laughs>
1: exactly. So we're used to it. It's all good. Hey, we're talking about Twitter today because you know. Actually, let's do a quick history lesson. In terms of how we connected, we connected back in two thousand and eight. back then, I was doing freebie trading. You were doing freebie trading and um, how did we first meet?
0: So I love the story you <laughs> yeah. know uh, We were in a forum together, you came up with a nifty uh, spreadsheet. I was a senior person in the forum. I expected it for free. You said nope, ten dollars <laughs> yeah and we had a little disagreement at the beginning, yeah, yeah but yeah. a week a week or two later, we connected, realized we had a lot of things in common. Uh, the other part of the story I like. Uh, about four or five days after we really spoke, you were in my house. Was it that uh, soon after? Yeah, it was within a week after Dang, our that's, first interaction. You we were in crazy. my house and we were planning the business together. You could have been like
1: an online like uh, stalker or crazy person or something of that. So I came to your house. That's crazy.
0: That's what my partner at the time thought. She thought you may have been a crazy online person. <laughs> so she says, why would you do this? I said, like, don't worry about it. He's a Christian. Yeah. And then we promptly locked you in the basement every night. In yeah. Our basement where you stayed, exactly. the bedroom there, had a lock on the inside upstairs. So oh, that, was, that was our, our first interaction, man. And we've, we've come a long way since then. Yes, we have
1: indeed. And, and over the years, you've done a number of different things. And, and I feel like, well, actually for anyone that's listening, usually when like, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to cover in my podcast, and i 'm trying to like especially when i 'm like late, I would call you and we would have a conversation, and then we'd talk about, okay, what did you cover uh, a few months ago okay let 's talk about such and such and and so on, and we' go through this brainstorming session and eventually come up with something that makes sense <laughs> So
0: yeah, I think our own personal mastermind
1: yeah, there you go, there you go, so he 's been very involved with this podcast, whether you know it or not anyhow today we 're going to be talking specifically about Twitter because we were talking a few weeks ago, and you were sharing with me some of the things that you were doing on Twitter that was working for you. So I want to I wanna just kind of dive into what you do. So actually, before we, we get into the Twitter stuff specifically, let's talk a little bit about what it is you do. Can you tell me a little bit about that?
0: I do a lot of online marketing coaching. Uh, that's what I've moved into in the last Two years, I've been uh, I've done a lot of product creation before that, as you know. Uh-huh. But I've gotten more into coaching and helping people one-on-one and in group sessions. Um, that's the thing I love most about what I do. I like helping people. And I know online is supposed to be automated and easy. But I love that human interaction where I can connect with a person and see results that i'm causing in their life so that's that's what makes me excited
1: human interaction i thought we were talking about online marketing man what's what's this crazy talk
0: (laughs) i know man everything's supposed to be through an email out of to a membership site and you should never speak to me live
1: (laughs) (laughs) and that's one of the interesting things about what you do with twitter because when i think about twitter i don't think about it from the same perspective that you do um so can you tell me a little bit about how you see Twitter and the role that it plays for someone that's, you know, marketing their blog online?
0: You know, especially when you're new, you started blogging, you don't have an audience. Yeah. And you have to hustle to find that audience. And a lot of people believe we, we're going to put, you know, a blog post up there every single day for 60 days or for a year and it, the audience is going to materialize. Yes, it will happen in the long run, but Twitter isn't – offers use the opportunity to actually reach out to people who are interested in what you are writing about. So if you take that extra step to actually go and find them, they're there on Twitter. They're there on social media in general, but you yeah. have to do that extra work to go and bring them to your, to your content, especially starting out, because they're not going to flood in right off, right off, the, uh, off of the bat. So,
1: it sounds like you're saying that what we're going to go over today is not going to be like a set it and forget it kind of process that's like 100% automated or anything. It sounds like you're going to make
0: us work. Is that what you're going to make us do? For those who don't like to work, there are going to be <laughs> few strategies that you wouldn't have to work. But to have the entire process happen and you, for, for you to have success, you have to work. Uh, I think mean, you know this, Leslie. A lot of um, gurus online position online marketing as this set it and forget it thing. But… We've grinded away in this for, eight, for six to eight years. and uh, We know you have to work to yeah. have the results, right?
1: Definitely, definitely. All right, so uh, the disclaimer for anyone listening, if you are listening to this hoping, all right, he's going to give me this you know, easy magic bullet strategy that I don't have to do much. Just set it and forget it. You can stop listening now. For those of you that want to put in some work and see some results, that's what we're going to get into, right? Absolutely. Okay. What's your business that you market specifically on Twitter? Like, what do, you, what do you provide to the people that you connect with on Twitter that eventually become clients or, you know, customers?
0: Two things. Um, coaching services, um, one-on-one coaching services and group coaching services, and also an affiliate product that I promote. Actually, the only affiliate product. One of the only affiliate products that I promote right now. And that affiliate product, I refer to it as the uh, Harvard… Uh, Harvard of online education when it comes to home business owners
1: gotcha okay and and what made you decide that Twitter was the platform that you were going to use
0: so because that's where people are that's where people are uh, a lot there's a lot of home business owners there's a lot of people in every different niche mm-hmm. on Twitter and they're willing to share with you what they're doing what they're going about, so Twitter makes it easy for you to find those people that you're looking for
1: okay but but i would i would venture to say that Mm. you could find those people on facebook as well in fact you could probably find more of them on facebook because you got 1.65 billion people on facebook so why twitter versus going all in on a
0: platform like facebook i'm just curious Um, twitter makes it a little bit easier there's some tools that makes interaction and engaging and finding that audience um that you're looking for on twitter a little bit easier Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about those tools um automated too it makes it a little bit more automated to do so for those who want a little bit more easier process
1: and and when when i think about it i think you know um for me to follow someone on twitter is is different for me to add them as a friend on on facebook i can follow you without you having to approve my follow request or anything of that so it's a little lighter of a a an ask or a connection when you um, connect with someone on, fa- on, on Twitter than it is on a Facebook. So I think it's a little different, and we're going to go into some of the strategies that you use. Okay, um, so you decided I'm going in on Twitter for landing clients. When you decided to start this process that we're going to go into right now, how many followers did you have?
0: About 600. Okay, so you had um, about 600. Mm-hmm. And this was when? Um, last uh, October. Oh, so October, October 2015. 2015. yeah. Okay, so it's... So I've been on Twitter for a long time, but I've just used it a, just as another social media platform. Yeah. I didn't dive in. I didn't see the value in it of specifically landing clients for my affiliate product and for my services until it just clicked last October. And I just started implementing the strategies we're going to talk about.
1: And what I like about this is you don't have like 50,000... You didn't have 50,000 followers or 100,000 nope. fo- or even 10,000 followers. So it makes the... It, it, it from what I've seen from what you're doing, it makes it seem it makes it much more approachable for the average person.
0: Absolutely, I made my first sale, and I had about seven hundred and fifty followers. Okay,
1: where are you now in terms of your follower
0: count? Right, over four thousand. I think four thousand fifty or something like that.
1: Okay, so you grew from about six hundred to about four thousand, which is more than I have, and I, I don't focus on Twitter as much. But you're over four thousand, and how has it? worked for your business let 's just set that um, picture first
0: so the more people, the more results yeah. right The more followers, the more results that 's how it 's worked for my business. I can rely on Twitter every single day to have new conversations with potential clients mm-hmm. and uh, and position myself as a resource to help them and my business has grown every month month over month since uh, implementing this strategy
1: all right let's let 's start with a strategy let 's start from the very beginning i want well let 's talk about what you did specifically. Where did you start? You have six hundred followers. You want to start now using Twitter specifically for getting new clients and customers. Where do you begin?
0: So I just started with a basically uh, remodel or makeover of my Twitter profile account. So I thought about to myself. Hey, so I want to track a certain. First of all, I identified who was my ideal client. Right. Okay. So I always so, been it sounds very familiar. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you know the basics you teach me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I've always been uh connected with home-based business owners because I've always been a home-based business owner. My mom has been, and so I've had that in my blood, I say. Yeah. So I realized that's going to be my niche. Then I, I narrowed down a little bit more. I focused on a specific type of home-based business owners. Those are in the direct sales and the network marketing space. Okay. Um, so it makes it a little bit more narrow. So the, other, the next thing I did there is that I have to remake or make over my Twitter profile to speak to them and attract them.
1: Before we even move on to making over your Twitter profile, we're, we're talking first about. I, w- I want to d- dig into this understanding who you're trying to reach. Um, type of this topic because I've I've spoken about this a number of times. Um, I want to get it from your perspective. What are you looking for when you're trying to define who that ideal client is? What are some of the things that you are thinking about in this process?
0: So, one of the things I think about I actually look in the mirror, you know like that 's the easiest place to identify who your ideal customer is so if mm. looking in the mirror, I realize i 'm a handsome guy you know, just, <laughs> i 'm
1: I'm, I'm looking for handsome clients and uh, that's I'm looking it. For handsome
0: <laughs> clients. <laughs> no but what i 've basically is just look in the mirror just evaluate who i 'm who I am and who i 'm trying to serve so i 'm a home based business owner uh-huh. um, I enjoy using the online platform to generate leads to my business okay um i in a business where I like talking and having interactions with people,
1: okay. so I kind of
0: identify the things that about me. Okay. So now turning on the other side, so now the clients I'm looking for are home based business owners who are in businesses that requires interaction with you and it's interaction with people, uh-huh. um, especially online. Uh, looking for them to generate leads and conversations. Um, I've narrowed down even further for me. I actually only work with people in the health and wellness space because, as you know, I've had a some weight loss success over the last five years. Mm-hmm. So again, I can relate to people in the health and wellness space in the weight loss niche a little bit better because I love to tell my weight loss story. Yes, I know Leslie, I'm about 30 up right now. <laughs> from you know, have hey, made a lot of progress, dude. Yeah, yeah, and I've come a long way down. But um naturally uh, the chicken here is really good. But um <laughs> so that <laughs> so that's another thing, another um aspect or layer I add to it because now I can better relate to them, understand what their customers need and share that language with them.
1: Okay, so so you kind of look inside yourself because you're kind of in your target demographics in terms of some of the things that you're interested in, um, maybe your your goals and what you're trying to accomplish and and, and and for them, what they're trying to accomplish, what their clients are trying to accomplish and so on. So it's, it sounds as if, you know something that uh, you hear a lot. You know their their pains and 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 their goals basically. What what are they struggling with, and what are they trying to accomplish?
0: Absolutely, yep. Awesome. Okay, sweet.
1: We understand who our ideal client is. Where where did
0: you go from there? So I started making over my Twitter profile. I, I looked at my Twitter profile. And I said, well, does this speak to my ideal prof- to my ideal client?
1: Did it uh, at
0: that time? At that time, it didn't. It was okay. just an account up there and. You know, I had a random picture up there. Mm -hmm. But what I, here's the things I did. Number one, I went to my header and I uh, redid my header, made it a little bit more. I think I have um, a a picture up there with me actually teaching um, uh, at a workshop I had. And I think on the screen, I talk about goals. Okay. So that's, uh, you know, something that a lot of people can relate to in my niche and the niche that I'm trying to serve. Um, I put up a a better head, a better profile picture, a Uh headshot of me, pretty snazzy picture that I. (laughs) So everyone is going to rush over to see that, right? Um,
1: I'm looking at it right now. Why did, you, why did you get a professional headshot as opposed to you know just a picture of you chilling at home or anything of that sort?
0: First of all, a professional headshot was free. but, um, <laughs> but the reason that's, why, a good, that's a good incentive. <laughs> that's definitely a good incentive. But also, I want to project a professional image. Yeah. I want to understand that I'm serious about what I'm doing. And I, I don't want one with me my homeboys hanging out because that doesn't portray – the image that I want my client, what, what I want my clients or potential clients to think of me.
1: Okay, so just, just, just to kind of put this in context, I'm on your Twitter profile right now and I see a cover image of you teaching, um, pointing at a PowerPoint and it's talking about setting goals and uh, it gives you focus, something new to work towards and a sense of direction. So I see that you're kind of in that element uh, for the person that you're trying to attract. Absolutely. Awesome. And then I see um, your professional headshot. Okay, what else do you do to your profile?
0: So in my bio, I actually speak to what I do and what I, what I enjoy doing. And my bio is pretty simple. I, I enjoy teaching and coaching and helping people get results. Um, and, you know, you can be even more specific. You can say helping network marketers or helping teachers or helping biology teachers or whatever you want, you know, whatever your niche is. But I just uh, make sure my bio basically gives people a feel of who I am um um what I'm, I'm passionate about.
1: Okay, so I see uh, love being able to do what I love—teaching, coaching, and helping people get results and achieving their dreams—and then I see a URL right there in the bio, and yeah. that is learnitdoitprofit.com dot com slash colin.
0: Right. So that, by the way, is using a pretty link um, from my blog to over to a landing page that briefly describes what I do, and and on that landing page, I offer some resources. To help people grow their business and it has an opt-in form and that's a great way of getting uh, leads and that form just generates leads uh, in 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 an automated way. Yeah. Every, you know, from time to time, every week their leads come in from that form. But that's what the first, that's what the first thing is, first thing it does. It gives people again, a chance to see me on video to see if they they like and connect with me right away. Okay,
1: so I just went to your, um, your landing page and they probably heard a little bit of that coming over the, the, the speaker. Um, but I see a video of you. I see five things you need to do daily to build relationships, get leads, and make sales. Plus, all the tools you need for success. And then you, you have the their opt-in form for people to sign up. So uh, I'm see- what I'm seeing is consistency between your cover image, the image that you're trying to portray or you're portraying, not trying to portray. Um, and then your, your bio, uh, everything seems
0: to work together. Absolutely. I like that. Um, and, and that's the key to it. The other thing you're, you're seeing there is me not pitching any, pitching a product or service or anything like that. Because I'm, I'm actually setting up my Twitter, my Twitter profile to build relationships. Mm. It's my, my generic Twitter profile you'll see there right now is hopefully warm welcoming and you want to know more about me and I get a chance to know more about you. Sales conversations will follow way down. We have about another ten minutes to go before we, we even talk about that like sales conversation, right?
1: Yeah, you know, I'm kind of looking through your profile right now for your pitches, and I don't see any. Is, I mean, do you? Is that the case? Do you not pitch
0: with your tweets? I make no pitches. Every randomly I do. If I have a webinar coming up, I would pitch it a yeah, few times. But usually on on a regular basis, there's really no pitch that's made in my tweets. I try to provide value. I interact a lot with uh, my followers and my, my old followers, my new followers. So, I, again, I'm setting up my Twitter profile as a place to engage Build, offer some value and build relationships. So just the as sales full, are going to come.
1: Just as full disclosure, this looks absolutely not nothing like my Twitter profile. My Twitter profile has a bunch of links to all of the content that I've created. And pretty much that's it. So I'm obviously not doing a very good job using Twitter for building relationships. It's not my focus, but I'm seeing the difference and it's significant. It makes a lot of sense in terms of the way that you're doing it.
0: But you know, and even with what you're doing, actually, from time to time, I link, not from time to time, on a regular basis, I do share my blog content and my videos there. Yeah. But again, that and usually in, in my blog content and my videos, I'm offering value. I'm not pitching anything, and that's what you do in your blog. You offer value. Good. Um, and you're not pitching. You know.
1: Thanks, man. I, feel, I feel, Thanks for making me feel a little better, man. I appreciate you, man. This is why I call I, you. I've <laughs> been known to be good at this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I notice which is also different from mine. You actually have two links, um, in your profile. Tell me about that two link thing.
0: So there's an opportunity in in your bio, you can put a clickable link there where anyone can click on the bio and it will take you over to the to the link, right? And then there's a link feel um, when you're setting up your Twitter profile. Um, usually, actually, that one links right over to the same landing page, but usually I would have it link into a separate landing page with a different offer. And usually that is just a text-based landing page. I like to give people a chance with the videos, kind of get the feel of who I am. And then when they become a little bit more curious, they see a second link. They click that second link. Hope, my hope is that it leads to higher conversions on the second link. I saw him on a video. Yeah. Oh, that was cool. Let me go back to the profile. Oh, Okay, let me see what he has here. And you go, in this case today, I actually have both links for going to the same place, but you're usually it's going to two separate places. Okay,
1: so I want to do something really quick. I want to play the, I don't even know what I'm going to find when I play this video. Um, but I'm going to play this video. You won't hear it, Colin, but they will hear it. And I just want to see what it says because I think it's probably significant.
0: All right. Well, my name is Colin Yearwood. Sounds and good. I've had an online business since 1998. What I've been doing over the last five years is helping other business owners grow their businesses online through building relationships that turn into leads and sales. If you're interested in learning the exact systems, tools, and training that I use in my business and with my clients, please enter your name, email, and telephone number. You'll also have the opportunity to schedule a free 30-minute consultation with me in which I'll share with you the tools and how you can specifically apply them to your business. If you have any questions, feel free to hit me up here on Twitter at Colin Yearwood. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Take care.
1: Okay, so what's very interesting about this to me, once again, is very congruent with everything else you said. It's congruent with what's on the sales under on the, on the squeeze page. It's congruent with what's on your Twitter profile, and and it's. It's personalized. Well, not personalized, but it's you could tell that this is for people that are coming from Twitter. At the end, you even say, "If you have any questions, just reach out to me right here on Twitter." Like this is just a, a part of their Twitter experience. Absolutely,
0: and again, you want people want to feel that like you're actually speaking to them. You know, if if you're on Twitter, and a lot of I see a lot of people doing this, you get a Twitter, you follow them on Twitter, then they'll send you a direct message to. Follow them on Facebook. If I wanted to follow you on Facebook, we would have been there. I'm on Twitter. So just keeping people in the platform or in the environment that they found you makes them a little bit more comfortable because – that might be the only social media platform that they interact
1: on. This is something very interesting to me. I've been thinking about that exact thing so much, um, especially with all of the developments that are happening with things like Facebook Instant Articles and LinkedIn is working on their version and you have Google AMP and so on. And I'm, I've i been thinking a lot about the optimizing for the platform and even keeping them within the platform, within the environment that they're comfortable, um, the, the, they're obviously comfortable to a certain extent, if they are already there, but still using that to, to grow your email list. And that's exactly what it seems like you're doing right now.
0: Yeah, you know that's what I'm doing, but also why a lot of people don't do it. It takes a little bit more effort because now I can't use the video that you just heard on Twitter. I can't use that over on Facebook. You know, then, or again, there you that. go,
1: making us work again, Colin. Oh, man. <laughs> man, what is different with me? I'm, you know what? Maybe. <laughs> I, no, I really, really like I, after this interview. I'm thinking about now redoing my Twitter profile, but that's not my focus. Anyhow, let let's continue. Okay, so we are optimizing our profile. Um, uh, any word on anything you want to say on the kind of content that you're. Your uh, tweeting, I mean, we spoke about it a little bit, but do you want to say anything about that before we
0: move on to like some of the tools that you use? So we're going to actually segue into the tools that I use when we talk about the content, right? So the content, again, one, you want the content to speak to that audience. You want that content to be resources that can help that audience achieve whatever they want to achieve. And in my case, generating leads, building more relationships online, and improving sales conversations, Right. So I share that kind of content on my page. Um, I also share a lot of inspirational quotes, business inspirational quotes, which actually get a lot of uh, retweets and likes uh, on my page. Um, Because, again, that's the kind of content they're looking for and they can connect with. Um, In addition to my own blog post, I share other people's content, other sites' content. And a lot of people don't share content because they have this, um, to me, the limited mindset. I I don't want my leads to go to someone else. You know, for me, if it, if they're meant to be my lead, they will be my lead. Um, I'm I'm willing to put in the effort to engage them. So I don't I share value, regardless of whose value it is.
1: Got it. Okay, so um, I I don't know if you do any of this, but is there kind of a do you have like a ratio in your mind of you know quotes versus your content versus engaging versus other people's content or yeah do you have any kind of ratio I've heard different ratios from different people. Is there any system that you follow for
0: that? Not really. You know, I actually try to tweet at least 10 times a day. And my, most of my tweets are automated. Wait, there we go, the easy way. Uh, most of my tweets are automated. And, um, but I think right now I set up four, four quotes per day. I share about three of my, of my blog posts. And then the rest is other people's content. Okay. Um, but it, you know, it doesn't really – to me, you just share. You, if you're being genuine and you're being sincere about what you want to accomplish, and for me, it's helping people. Got it. It Got shouldn't it. limit me to well, how I go about wanting to help them. So there's really no ratio there. But I, I wouldn't not sh- I would not share more than fifty percent of my tweets be my own content.
1: Okay. So all right. So we've spoken about your profile. We've alluded to the content stuff a little bit. Um, but I I guess before we go in too much into the content, you gotta have people following you in order to <laughs> in order you know for people to engage with what you're doing, right? So let's talk
0: about followers.
1: Um, you use an interesting system for growing your followers. Let's talk a little bit about that.
0: Let me just back up a second if I can. So yeah, one of the yeah. things I do as, as I set up the account is I, I, plant, I have seed, seed content on there. Because you don't want when you start following people, there's no content on there for them to engage with. So that's the reason why I, some of the content is seeded before. If you're changing your strategy – from what you've been doing to what we're talking about now, you you may want to take a day or two to see some good content mm-hmm. on your Twitter profile before you go out start building your following now with the, the targeted followers you 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 were setting up for.
1: All right, so make sure that when they, it it goes back to the congruency thing, right? Make sure that when they come to your profile, the content that they see. The the, 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 image, the images they see, the the bio that they see, the content that they see, the link that they see, everything is congruent basically.
0: Absolutely. All right. I like so that. So what I use for to build my following in such a fast period of time is two services. The first one I use is a service called Social Quant. And I'm quite quant, sure. You
1: that's Q U A N T. Q
0: U A N T. We'll link to that in the show notes, of course. And what social quant allows you to do is a paid service. Um and what they allowed me to do is uh, set up in their system some keywords that my targeted my targeted uh, audience, my ideal customers, should identify with or okay. will identify with. Okay. And then they go out and find people's profiles and tweets that match those keywords, and they follow them in an automated way on my behalf. The way they work, they'll follow a certain number of people every day, see who follows me back. If they don't follow me back after a period of a couple of days they would unfollow them. So we'll have a, a pretty balanced ratio of followers to unfollow. Followers to followers. Following to followers.
1: Okay, so I need to... Um, I, I, You need to sell me on this concept or give me yeah. a little more on this concept because I'm not a big fan, uh, and just, just being honest, I'm not a mm-hmm. big fan of automated following um, because it seems so automated, right? How do you... Right. Do you do that in any way that makes it personalized or makes it seem like it's not inauthentic?
0: Or Just tell me a little bit more about that. So basically the way I look at it is if I'm selling cookies, I don't want to go out in the middle of the night to sell cookies. I want to go around lunchtime to sell cookies. So I have to be where my audience, I have to attract the right audience to me, right? Uh-huh. But the service is another service I use called Status Brew. And what Status Brew allows you to do is send a welcome message um, or a welcome tweet at your new followers. Okay. So, uh, so let me just say one thing. Social Quant doesn't allow that when, when I use them. I stopped using them a few months ago. Mm-hmm. I actually used Social Quant to get to about 3,000 followers, okay. which they followed about – my following grew about 30 followers per day. Okay. I switched from Social Quant over to Status Brew for this reason. It now allowed me to send a personalized, personalized message to everyone that, I, that followed me. Gotcha. Also, it allows me to send a personalized tweet to everyone that followed me.
1: Okay, so I get, this is something that happens to me all the time, right? I get automated messages from people when I follow them or whatever the case might be, and these automated messages are saying things like, hey, thank you so much for following me. Check out my product here or service here, and yada, yada, yada. Um, how do you do it?
0: So for, right off the bat, man, that is so inauthentic and all about all about them and nothing to do with you, right? Uh, mine is pretty simple. I send a quick welcome message out saying, "Hey, thanks for following me. Um, I've been doing this for a long time. How? What's the biggest challenge you're currently having?" I'm trying to find one of my exact welcome messages. Actually, would you mind if I read part of it? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Read the whole thing. Uh, let me just slide down. I Should have thought I find one. Let me just slide down and find one for you. Uh, I think I should have had it. Here we go. Here we go. While you're finding that, is this a a reply or is it a direct message? So this, the first step, I send a direct message. Okay. And a direct message basically says, and I mentioned them by name. Hey, thanks for for following me. How are you doing today? You know, I've I've had an online business since 1998 and I'm passionate about helping entrepreneurs. What is the biggest challenge you're currently having in your business? Let me know and I'll be more than happy to share some free training and advice with you. Looking forward to chatting with you soon, Colin.
1: okay, so this is different from what I typically see, um yeah. which is good, and I like that because it's more of a it's almost like an invitation to start a conversation
0: and that's what it's about, and it's to start the conversation i am I would love to pitch everyone who follow me, but then I'll be like everyone else inauthentic and not have real relationships, and i real relationships is what leads to sales for me
1: okay so. So with the social quant, with the status brew, you're finding – you're basically automating the process of finding people based on their interests. Absolutely. Following them and going through this follow-unfollow process, but the idea is to get with those people that actually want to connect with you. Yep. And once they've connected with you and say, "Hey, I want to follow this person." Maybe they click over and they see your bio and they, and they realize, "Hey, man, this stuff is exactly what I care about. Let me go ahead and follow this guy." You do send an automated message, but this automated message is not a pitch. It's actually just a, "Hey, what's going on with you? How can I help you?"
0: Absolutely. And and that's it. I like how can that. I help you? Because that's what I really want to do. I want to help you. So, how can I Best help you if I if I how can I help you if I don't know what you need help with, and gotcha. that starts the conversation.
1: Okay, now social quant, uh, d- just so people can know and not go over there and be like all surprised. That costs about
0: how much? It costs about fifty dollars a month in the regular uh, uh, fifty dollars a month. I think from time to time there's discounts, but I that's how much it costs fifty dollars a month.
1: And what about Status Brew?
0: Status Brew is nine ninety five per month.
1: And and does Status Brew do similar things to what
0: Social Quant does? status brew does similar things but it's not it's not as automated as social quant with social quant is a set it and forget it you set your keywords you forget it and your follows will show up with status brew you actually have to manually what they would do is run a search run a query within their platform Uh and then you have to manually go and press follow
1: so it's kind of like you're going to twitter search and you're searching for people that are interested in what you're interested in following them and so on but this is just a platform that makes it easier for
0: you to do that Absolutely. It makes it way easier for you to do that. Also, what it does, it helps you uh, search social media, uh, search other profiles. So you may run into a company okay. that their customers or their followers are like your ideal customer. Mm. So you can use uh, Status Brew to basically go and query their profile. Gotcha. And then you now go in on a manual basis and you hit follow. And you follow me. Um, I just let you know what I do. I follow about 200 people per day. Okay. Um, it may seem a lot to people, but 200 people is pretty uh, – not as much as – some. I know some people who follow thousands. A day, how, but how long does so, that take you? Um, no more than five minutes. Oh, okay. That's not too um, bad. Most mornings I do it as I'm getting ready to get set up. Gotcha. Um, and, and, I, and I do 200 people. I give everyone about five days to follow me back. Mm-hmm. Um, if there, if, to me, in five days, if you don't follow me back, maybe you're not interested in me, which is okay. Um, I, you know, so I wouldn't want to clock up your, your Twitter follower with yeah, someone yeah, you're yeah. not interested And in. So I go and unfollow um, from that point. Um, that process usually gains on, on a daily basis between 25 and 40 followers.
1: Okay. Makes sense. All right. Anything, we, anything <laughs> else we need to know on this kind of setup um, process before we really dig into the interacting?
0: No, that's basically the setup, man. Um, actually, the other thing I do um, with using uh, Status Brew is send a tweet to an ad tweet, ad tweet my new followers. Okay. And that is very different from my welcome message. My ad tweet is usually, and you can set up several. One of them I use is, hey, Leslie, or hey, thanks for following me. What, do, what, what is making you happy these days? Huh. And you would be surprised how much interaction I get from that one question. What's making you happy these days? I like that. You know, uh, there's another one I put up from time to time. You know, how are you using Twitter for business, personal, or just messing around? Interesting. And I love it when people reply to me, just messing around.
1: And do you get a significant amount of people replying to you in DMs and also, you know, these ad replies?
0: Yes. The ad, re- ad replies, I get a lot more. Um, ad replies, I get about 10 to 15 per day. Um, people replying to it with an answer. Which is cool because it gives me another chance to interact with them. also gives me a chance to retweet their infam- you know, retweet their answers if, you know everyone has a clever thing of what they're happy about today. Gotcha. So I just love retweeting that and sharing it out there. Um, to the DMs. Um, I get two to three per day or sometimes more. It, it just depends.
1: Okay. Okay, all right, let's talk then about before we get into I want to dig into like one of your interactions and see mm-hmm. how that process goes. Let's talk about the content that you post and the process that you use for posting content. I know you told me that there's a service that you use
0: for that. So the service I use is TweetJudeBox. And as you refer to it, it's basically a library. Did you say a library? This is like a content library, right? A content library, right. Yeah. So basically what TweetJudeBox does, it allows you to build up a repository, the word we didn't want to use. <laughs> <laughs> it allows you to build up a base, a database of tweets Uh, to share on a continuous basis
1: so there's a Um, service that i used to use called meet edgar it costs like 49 dollars a month and it those two services kind of do the same thing the the meet edgar does it it's a little more refined but Mm -hmm. what it basically allows you to do is create these libraries right you could say hey these are all my articles or these are all my podcast episodes these are some quotes and um that kind of stuff is that how how you
0: use it yeah, that's how I use it. With um, so, I actually use a free version of TweetJudebox. Free is There's good. Free is good. You know, you <laughs> get three hundred tweets per mu- per month. Um, and I so I use their quotes. They have a they call it a Judebox, full of quotes. And I use the quotes that, the quotes that they provide, which is business quotes. Okay. And uh, you're able on the free account as of now. Create another jute box just for you. And that separate jute box is what I normally add my blog posts or other blog posts or other things that I want to share um, on a continuous basis. The key to this is making sure the content that you put into these jute jukebox, boxes are evergreen. Because if they're gotcha. time sensitive, um, you'll have to go back and change it out. So I only make sure I put evergreen content in there.
1: So it actually cycles through this content and when it's done it just kind of cycles through it again. So the more you have in there, the more content gets tweeted out.
0: Right, and all the content is tweeted randomly, and you get a chance to set up the increments that you'd like the content to be tweeted out at. So I have my quotes set up for a certain a certain time, a certain at a certain time of the day and a certain number of times during the day. And I have my other content scheduled to complement that.
1: Got it. Okay, let's, let's dive into the interaction. You, I, I, I think you have an example of one of these interactions. Would you say that this is kind of like a typical interaction that you have on a regular basis?
0: Oh, yeah. this is um, These kind of interactions I have every day. Wow. Um, and, and these, just from Twitter.
1: And, and the one that we're going to
0: go through today did lead to a sale. Did lead to a sale. But here's the cool thing about it. I, I am of, I'm of the belief most of these interactions will lead to a sale later on. Because a lot of these interactions, I would say 95% of them end up in the person being on my email list, mm. with, the, with the person being on my email list. For me, that is, I know there's, you know, when you talk about email lists, you have your buyer's list yeah. and your freebie list. I consider that my buyer's list in a way because they've interacted with me, they've spoken with me, we, we've gotten to know each other on a certain level. Um, they haven't made a purchase as yet because it might not might be the right timing, but We've had that relationship. So now when they get my emails, it's not just a random guy sending them email. Oh, yeah, I spoke to him on Twitter. So all all my interactions, 95% of them lead to someone being on my list.
1: Okay, so let's let's go through this interaction. Um, and you're using status brew for the first part, right?
0: Yep, status brew for the first part. So I read out the first part to you before. Yep. So this person basically replied to me. Uh, let me just go, well, of course, you know, when you want to get this right, it's not going to do it. <laughs> So that was going to act up when you needed them. So the first, this is a reply to my initial message that I read out before. First reply: Hey, thanks for your thanks for your reply. It's ama- I'm doing amazing, um, and thanks for your willingness to offer assistance to me as I build my business. Okay, so, so right off the bat, the person is really excited to, that someone actually reached out to them and seems sincere.
1: All right, okay. So you have this initial message that goes out. She responds. She's obviously receptive to the message that you send out. And then where does it go from there?
0: So I re- quickly read her profile, and I see what she is doing, and I, you know, replied, hey, I'm excited to hear from you. I'm excited to hear that you're doing amazing. How long have you been with? And I referred to the company she mentioned. Okay. She replied how long she has been with the company, which was about four years. Okay. I replied, um, wow, congrats on being committed. Because a lot of people switch companies from time to time, but also, you, you know, you really want to uh, – be genuine and, and compliment people and, and let people know when, you, when you're excited for them.
1: I'm still not seeing a pitch. I'm still not seeing a pitch. All I'm seeing is a conversation.
0: Oh, my goodness. Can you believe
1: that? <laughs> I know. This is, <laughs> this is insane stuff. Okay, so she replied, you congratulated her on you know, her commitment to staying with that company. And, and where does it go from there?
0: So she replied to me again. After that, I actually – one of the things I try to do all the time. So at the end of the reply, I I asked her, what are you doing to build your business? What do you currently do to build your business? One of the things I always do is try to end all my replies with a question, Mm. which uh, makes it a little bit easier for the person on the other end to reply. They don't have to think about what do I say next. I am kind of walking them through the conversation.
1: I like that. I like that. So every single time you respond to someone – you respond to them based on what they said, mm-hmm. and then you ask them a follow-up question. Absolutely. I like um, that.
0: And that makes it easy. Then she replies to me. She told me she's focused on customer acquisition and building her team, um, and actually, which, which she's currently doing yeah. to acquire customers and build her team. Again, more questions. So here's the other tip there. Ask a lot of wait, questions.
1: Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so this is fascinating because she she kind of gave you like, she like opened the door there. She said, I am interested in customer acquisition and building my team. Right, right there, I would see someone saying, all right, well, hey, I got this awesome offer for you. Check it out over here and opt into my email list. But, but what was your response?
0: My response is actually, what is she currently, what is she currently doing? Uh, for customer acquisitions and to build her team. <laughs> you sneaky guy, I like it. <laughs> let, me, let me be honest with her for a second. A couple years ago, maybe a couple months ago when I started this process, I would have looked at it as, as an opportunity, oh, here comes my pitch. Oh. right. And then I pitched the wrong thing. Because I really don't know what, what is she currently doing? Was she, maybe she's going to hate the, the, the solution that I pitch. I don't know, but I'm just pitching because... It was from my self-interest. Got so that it. one other question now leads me to get to know a little bit more about what is she doing and what she's comfortable with. right? So let me see what she mentioned. So actually, the, here's the funny part of this interaction, which I really love. So I asked her that question, which she's currently doing. But then she turned around and, tried to pitch, and pitched me, which was awesome. So she pitched me on her services and asked me to join her team. And she went on. So I basically replied to her after that. Hey, you know, I really like that you're confident enough. To ask me to try your products and services. That's the, you know, that's a lot, uh, that says a lot about you. Great job. Um, Again, I acknowledged what she's doing, which is awesome. She has the confidence to sell, which a lot of people don't have that confidence to ask for the sale, which is cool. I complimented her on it and congratulated her on it. And then I went on to find out, with a few more interactions, I went on to find out that she's using Twitter Mm -hmm. and she would like to use Twitter to uh, continue to build her following. So I mentioned to her, Twitter is a great place to start. It's a great place to build on relationships. Um, I would love – I have some resources that can help you uh, with your mindset and relationship building on Twitter. Let me know if you would like them.
1: Wait, wait. You still didn't pitch it. You still Uh, didn't like, hey, here's the link.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know, dude. I'm like, oh. No, I
1: love this though. I love this because you know what I can almost guarantee you? She's probably never had an interaction like that from someone that's doing what you're doing. It's probably people pitching and pitching and pitching. But now you're just engaging. You're having a conversation. You're listening. You're going back and forth. You're asking her more questions that, bring, that makes her think, hey, this is actually a real person that is engaging with me.
0: Absolutely. So the next thing I did there, I had an opportunity right there to send her my link. right? The link to my free training that I have for Twitter. But I asked her, let me know if you would like it. <laughs> I want her to give me the permission to send her the link. And I
1: think psychologically there's something significant about that because it then becomes her requesting this information, not you giving her this information.
0: Absolutely. And it. her here's her response, right, which is resoundingly yes. Yes, definitely. I'm open to it. Nice. So well, then... So then, she's basically, asking me to sell her now, right? Exactly. Um, <laughs> she, I couldn't, I can't help her. Right now. She, can't, she's saying,
1: listen, if you don't sell me now, then this relationship has some problems.
0: Absolutely. So here's my, you know, I also let her, I set the training up. I just did not put a link in there. So here you go. Uh
1: huh.
0: Right? I set it up. Here's the training. I, uh, I know you'll find it useful. The strategies in this training, is the strategies that I use, and I've grown my account from month to month. Uh, when you access it, you'll quickly learn some tips on how to. When you accept it, uh, sorry. When you access the training, you will quickly learn uh, some tips uh, that you can implement immediately. I put the link. Let's chat if you have any questions, and then I believe I left my telephone number. Huh? Interesting. So you
1: you, you at this point when she has now requested this information from you, you sent her a link. And then you gave her the option of having uh, like basically taking the relationship to the next level, right? Yeah. We can have a conversation on the phone. Here is my number. Are you crazy? I mean, this is kind of like when we met and now I'm all (laughs) of a sudden in your house, you're giving this person your telephone number.
0: (laughs) As you can figure out with me, right? I haven't learned. I'd like inviting strangers into my life. (laughs) Andy, look, to me, it's, Always been a positive experience to me online. I've, really, I've never really had negative experiences online. And uh, to me, how you position yourself. I would not, if you're not comfortable doing it, you can, you can get a second phone line very cheaply. You can get a Google, Google Voice number pretty cheap. Yeah. Um, or free. I think it's still free. But you, what, to me, what that did, right, is in addition to me sending her the link, and I positioned the link and let her know the value she's going to get from the training,
1: uh-huh.
0: and offering her help, which most people would have stopped there, Here's my number. This guy is serious. This guy is a real person, and this guy is, this helpful. Guy is committed. Right? Yeah, he's committed to helping me. I like that's that. That's basically how I said I set up that because that's the truth. I like you know, it. Um, again, a lot of people may be wondering how long did this conversation took? Mm-hmm. Less than seven minutes. Oh,
1: I I actually thought this was over like the period of uh, like maybe a few days or something of that sort.
0: No, this was all on the same day. Um, yep, about seven minutes apart Wow, that's, that's,
1: that's fascinating Okay, and this is, this is how many of your conversations go, basically
0: This is how many of my conversations go Right after that, she opt-in to my list um, And with my list, I have a feel for you to leave your telephone number huh. Name, email, and telephone number Interesting Telephone number is not required But here's how I set up that telephone number I offered mine first <laughs> I like <laughs> right? that Right? I offered mine first um, I would say about 80, 75%, maybe 75%, maybe maybe a little bit less, but 70-75% of my subscribers using this process leave me their number. Nice. Um, so she this young lady we were talking about, she did subscribe to my list. She left her number, and the next day I promptly followed up with her.
1: Okay. Um, uh, go ahead. I, I feel like we can go on for like days talking about this stuff, okay. and we're like almost out of time. We're actually beyond the time, but I wanna I wanna get to Okay. So now they've opted in. Um, This person eventually made a purchase. How do we go from the opt-in to the follow-up to the purchase? Kind of give me a general idea of what you're doing there.
0: Quick thing. This young lady left her number. I called her the next day and I just started. Again, I called her from the perspective again of helping. Hey, how are you doing? Thanks for downloading the information. Did you get a chance to go through it? Was it helpful? And then we spoke for a few minutes. And in that, that that, that's I actually already knew I'm, you know, I can walk her to the next level of what I have to offer. But again, I listened to the conversation, see where it went. And she positioned herself that she needed some more help. Then I offered my services. She, at that point of, you know, well, I don't have time this weekend, but if you can give me a call back on Monday, I left that in my notes. I called her back on Monday and promptly, she signed up for my service.
1: Are you using anything for like, keeping track of these conversations? Well, you have this entire conversation right now. But, so what's your system for keeping track of, okay, I need to follow up with this person on this day, on that day, or whatever the case might be?
0: So okay. I use a CRM, um, a customer relationship manager, uh-huh. that tool. And I use that default to, to do it. What most people can do, it actually used before I started doing that, I used Google Calendar. I okay. would just put it in whatever time the person stayed to follow-up. I put their information in there and it sent me a reminder and I follow up. You know, the, the, a lot of people, a difficult time is the conversation. Uh-huh. When you get in the conversation, if you get into the conversation, I know we have to, to go, but I think it's important to mention. When you pick up the phone to call, make a sales call. Yeah. If your goal, when you're picking up that phone, I'm going to close this person. If you're not an expert at doing sales calls, you're not going to have any success. Yeah. My goal when I pick up the phone, let me see how more, how for how more can I help this person? Let me see if they actually took listen to the training, the free training I give. Let me see if they have any questions. Let me position myself how, how I can be of even more value. So I never get onto a call with the intention of closing it or making it a sale. Because to me, look, we have a relationship now. I have your number. You're on my list. A sale will come once I continue to offer you value. Um, and usually I, of my sales calls, I close about 30 to 40%, meaning close 30 to 40% of people end up You know, buying either my affiliate product or my personal services. Um, It's a little longer. It's not the um, automated email and waking up to see a sale in your email box, (laughs) an email you've made a sale in your box.
1: No, but this is is one of those things I think that's perfect for someone that maybe they provide a service, whether they're a coach or a consultant or – or whatever the case might be, they do website design or they they offer whatever kind of
0: service. An affiliate product. You're a product owner. You're doing affiliate marketing for a specific product. Yeah. And, you know. and
1: I think I think also, you know, there's something to be said for the price of the product, right? If you're selling a two dollar product, it may not be worth going through all of this all of this, this entire process just for a $2 product. Absolutely. But, you know, if you're making $100 a sale or $200 a sale or, you know, I think that's, wor- that's more than worth that seven-minute conversation and then maybe 30-minute conversation on the phone or whatever the case might be, whatever it takes in order to do that. I think that's a, a pretty good return on your time invested.
0: Especially if it's a residual uh, commission. There's a lot of affiliate products out there that offer sure. you a residual uh, commission once that person stays on. So, you look at it, for for me, the product I, the the affiliate product I offer pays me $100 a month. That to me could be $1,200 a year. And I invested, what, 30 minutes in a conversation for $1,200 for a year?
1: You know, I think think that's that's how you have to
0: look at it. Yeah, I I think it may be. It may be. I I may have to reconsider. (laughs) but, um, (laughs) But to me, that's how you have to look at it. Is, you know, yes, we don't want to exchange your time for dollars all the time. But then you have to do your math to see what kind of dollars you, how much time you're exchanging for it. I like I it. think you have a great course in the coaching club. You almost said university. I saw it in your face. I,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I almost said university. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, I do have a
1: course on strategic monetization and all that good stuff. But we're not talking about me. And we gave, you gave too much value here. Not too much, but some awesome value here. So what we're going to do now is transition to some action steps. All right, so somebody's been listening to this entire thing and they're like, man, this Twitter thing finally makes sense. I want you to give them three action steps that they can just
0: walk away from and now do so
1: that they can have some success with this.
0: So one of them, the first, uh, first thing is setting a goal. Being, setting a goal and, and holding yourself to that. For me, my goal is to have 10 new conversations a day. Mm. And setting a goal and making sure you have 10 new conversations a day and that's pretty easy to do on Twitter. That, 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 that's number one. Uh, number two, yeah, go ahead. Anyway, number two is being committed to being of value to people, offering people's value, being committed to being helpful. Okay, cool. And what was number three? I mentioned to you, man. I totally blank out right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so number two was actually the following
1: unfollowing process.
0: Yeah, it's actually. You have to be you know <laughs> so we, we we I told him these three before we got in the call, I totally forgot yep, yep, because I No, that's so all much good. Fun. So number, actually the following on following process, so number one is setting the goals, right? Yeah. Um and and following through in the conversations you, the new conversations you start. Number two, the following and on following process is tremendously important because that's the only way you'll be exposing yourself to new people on a daily basis. Got it. And then
1: right. the evaluation after each conversation was the last one.
0: And the last one that's a great one when it comes to sales conversations. Just you're not going to be perfect with sales conversations. I have, I still don't feel I am. Uh-huh. After every conversation I have with someone, I give myself an honest critique and try to evaluate: what did I do wrong? What can I do better? Mm-hmm. You know, um, did I did, was I forced the conversations? Or was I asking the right questions? Did I actually listen? Did I try? To, was I cutting them off? So you try to evaluate the sales conversation. I'm going to add in one last. Point. Yeah, go. When it go comes ahead. to sales conversations, right? If you want to get better at sales conversations, you just have, it just has to be learned. So what I do a lot of times is I, before I get on the telephone, I just read some information about having positive sales conversation, hmm. And I just read a blog post or, you know, listen to a podcast or whatever I need to do to get my mindset right before I jump on, jump on the telephone. And I've done quite a few of these calls over the last six months. Love
1: it, love it, love it. Okay, so where can people find out more about you, Colin? Guess where? On Twitter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> at Twitter. Colin Yearwood 1-L-C-O-L-I-N-Y-E-A-R-W-O-O-D Or you can find me over at LearnItDoItProfit.com
1: Awesome, and we're going to link to all of that from in the show notes. Hey, Colin, thank you so much. I mean, we went long. We went like 10 minutes long, dude. Always do that, man. I know, but this was valuable stuff. I think the people that are listening are going to get tons of value from it. So thank you. Um, And hey, guys, make sure to check out Colin on Twitter at Colin Yearwood or on his blog on his website at learnitdoitprofit.com this was episode 266 I hope you got a lot of value from it no forget that I know you got a lot of value from it and if you want the show notes any of the links or resources that we mentioned today on this episode head on over to becomeablogger.com slash 266 if you missed anything it'll be there if you were driving not a big deal because it'll all be there for you. If you know someone that can benefit from this episode, make sure to share it with them. Tell them to go to becomeablogger.com slash podcast to find this and all of the other episodes of the podcast. They can even find out how to subscribe, which you did, right? If you didn't, shame on you. (laughs) If you're trying to get your blog started so that you can create content, inspire others, and change the world while building your online business, Head on over to freebloggingvideos.com where you can take that free course that I created to help you get started. And lastly, if you want to take your business to the next level and be coached by me, join the Become a Blogger Coaching Club at bloggercoaching.com. You're going to love it. So that's pretty much it for this episode. This is Leslie Summer from becomeablogger.com. where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And until next time, take care and God bless.
0: 8888352414! 8, 8, 8, 8,